I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host, and relationship coach Tyler Joe Stratton. And today, we're going to be talking about how you can begin to dissolve your abandonment fears and end the fear of rejection. And in doing so, I'm going to give you the five steps to healing your inner child so that you don't have to continue to feel abandoned in your life or relationships. But before we dive into that, my dear friends, be sure to check out the free masterclass training in the show notes below there. You can get access to the free masterclass on how to move on after heartbreak. This masterclass is designed to significantly help improve your life by teaching you the very steps that you should begin to take and the framework that you should begin to adopt in order to move on from the feeling of an emotional stuck. So if you're feeling emotionally stuck in your past relationship and it's stopping you from being able to regain and reclaim your life and reignite your happiness, then that training is for you. So now onto today's episode on how to dissolve your abandonment fears and end the fear of rejection. My dear friends, throughout my entire childhood and probably up until the age of 22, I've been battling with the fear of abandonment. You know, if you, like myself, ever find yourself asking, why do I keep falling into these relationships that simply don't work? You know, throughout my entire life, my relationships didn't work. My relationships with my parents, I didn't see work out. My relationship with my friends didn't seem to work out. There's a lot of things that didn't seem to work out for me especially in my relationships. My teammates would backstab me. People would talk behind my back. I just couldn't get this whole relationship dynamic to work. Like I always felt like I had to try really hard to feel accepted, to feel loved, to feel appreciated, to feel worthy of people's time, to feel like I was part of the in crowd because I always felt like I wasn't good enough, smart enough, capable enough, friendly enough, you know, able enough to attract good people in my life. Because from as long as I can remember, at least since 2004 when my parents got their divorce, like that played a horrible, horrible role in my life when they, when they divorced, they had an ugly divorce and that's catapulted, you know, the breakdown of my, the relationship I had toward myself, um, casting me into, you know, therapy at a very young age and just working on my anger issues and really trying to trust two parents that hurt me. You know, it's just hard to trust someone who feels like, when you feel like they've completely stripped uh, everything away from you, you know, it doesn't matter if it's your parents or the person that you once loved. If they stripped everything that you believed in away from you, it's hard to trust them and love them. And so, you know, I myself have faced 
multiple different abandonment issues growing up. And when I realized that what I went through in my life has made me feel abandoned, I started to study what abandonment was, you know? So if you continue to just fall into the same relationship failures that you do and you find yourself in this behavioral or relational pattern that you're just not liking, it's because you probably too have some abandonment issues and the fear of rejection. You know, part of the healing process is turning your attention inward and assessing your own behavior and the way that you show up in your relationships. You see, I find it so important for you to understand that how you feel internally will reflect externally. When I learned this, my world began to change. But it didn't change right away just because I knew it. It changed because I started to practice it. I realized there were things wrong with me because I wasn't at peace or living in harmony with my relationships toward myself, toward others, toward God, toward anything in between. It would reflect everywhere and everything that I did. And this, to me, drew a conclusion that the quality of life that I lived directly reflected the relationships that I had with myself, others, God, and everything in between. And if I wanted to increase the quality of life that I would experience day in and day out, I need to repair the relationship I have with myself, learn how to build joyful relationships with others, and connect to my spirit, to God, in some way, shape, or form every single day in order to live a more fulfilled, peaceful, and harmonious life. Because I do truly believe that the quality of life that you and I live directly reflects the relationships we have in our life. So here's where your power lies. Your power lies with understanding that you must turn your attention inward and assess your own behavior in the way that you show up in your relationships. This is actually where all of your power lies because you, like myself, have the ability to heal old wounds, change your relationship patterns in the way that you show up, and create healthy and loving relationships, not only with yourself, but with others and everything in between, you know? So I want to start with just helping you understand what it is and what is abandonment and like how we can begin to process it. So abandonment wounds ultimately developed if you were emotionally or physically abandoned in childhood by the person who was responsible for taking care of you, you know? And part of me, I felt like I was abandoned because my parents were too busy dealing with their own relational issues that I don't feel like I was somebody who was worth their time because they were struggling themselves. And, you know, with their own personal struggles, that, that energy, their, their thoughts, their emotions, they couldn't love themselves and they couldn't find time for themselves. They couldn't find peace within themselves. So it was hard for them to deliver to me something that they didn't have within themselves. So therefore I felt abandoned. They didn't feel secure in their own relationships toward themselves or towards their marriage or towards anything that they had, their jobs. They lost their jobs. They lost our home. They lost. So a lot of that abandonment stemmed from the idea that my parents weren't people who were secure in their own self and who actually abandoned themselves and abandoned their marriage, which then made me feel also abandoned. You know, emotional abandonment also occurs in childhood if you have consistently experienced the feelings of not feeling safe, seen, or soothed. So has there been a time that you felt like you weren't safe in your home or in your living environment? Seen in some way, shape, or form, maybe you just have more brothers than not, more sisters than not, more, you know, family than just yourself. Maybe you didn't feel so soothed. Like, you know, when you had difficult problems and times, you ultimately 
didn't have someone there to soothe your inner turmoil, right? So maybe you didn't feel loved. That's another emotional abandonment that can occur. Maybe you didn't feel prioritized or important. Maybe you didn't feel validated or worthy. Maybe you were someone who didn't feel accepted or have approval of your significant other or your parents or whomever, right? Like there's a lot of feelings. There's the feelings that you didn't feel maybe comfortable. You didn't feel like you were receiving enough attention. Maybe your parents or caregiver wasn't giving you the interest or time that you feel like you've deserved and you were kind of looked over. That's what abandonment's about. It's being there, but not being seen, felt, heard, loved, or appreciated. And all throughout my life, I felt like I've had to prove myself. I felt like I had to show up in some extraordinary way in order for me to feel any sense of significance, purpose, value, love, appreciation, anything. I've had to prove myself time and time again. And the more that I've tried to prove myself, the more I've been let down because I never seemed to get the recognition that I felt like I deserved, ultimately because my internal world reflects my external world, which simply means this, my friend, because I wasn't giving myself enough appreciation, love, value, respect, I couldn't expect that from other people. And most of the time when I would receive that from other people, I wouldn't get it from other people or I wouldn't accept it from other people because I wouldn't give it to myself. So what I don't give to myself would be hard for me to get, give and get from other someone else, right? So I can only accept the amount of love that I'm willing to receive from myself. And this is a really important fact that I've learned in my own personal life. You are only capable of receiving the same amount of love that you are willing to give and to accept from yourself. And if you are only accepting a low quality love from yourself, you're oftentimes going to be fearful to receive more love and more intimacy from your partner because they feel like, you feel like they love you more, which when they do love you more, when they they accept you more and maybe accept you unconditionally, you're gonna feel very uncomfortable because you can't meet them and match their love because you don't love yourself enough because of the abandonment issues that you're currently experiencing in which we all currently experience. A lot of, everybody currently experiences a lot of abandonment issues. How come? Simply because most people, most families go through a difficult time and they don't take care, their caretakers, their parents don't take care of themselves well enough in order to take care of someone else, right? They don't, they can't give you what they don't have. If they don't feel secure, if they don't feel loved, if they don't feel worthy, if they don't feel like they're a good leader, if they don't, they can't make you feel what they don't have. You can't give someone something that you don't have. So understand that abandonment wounds can leave you to feeling uncertain and insecure within yourself and unable for you to trust others. So have you felt uncertain in multiple areas of your life, in your relationships, in your profession, in your life, in your business? Do you feel like you have some insecurities you're dealing with? You're probably like, yeah, of course, Tyler, but everyone does, don't they? No, not everybody has insecurities that ruin their quality of living. Your insecurity cripples you and keeps you stuck because you don't feel like you can be happy and single alone. Your insecurity is you don't feel like you can create happiness by yourself, within yourself, so you have to rely on someone else to do so. How do I know this? Because I was that person. I was him. I was the person that could not make happiness, create happiness within himself, and he had to always run away and run toward a distraction, run toward a coping mechanism in order or somebody else to make me feel happy. And also, because I felt abandoned throughout my life, I had ultimate, I've had a lot of trust issues because 
the people who they said that loved me were the main people that hurt me. So it made it very difficult for me to trust anyone. Are you following along? Do you know what I'm saying? This makes it so damn difficult for us to develop the loving relationships that we desire in our life because we have betrayed ourselves and we have sabotaged relationships out of fear of being left. Ultimately, how many of you out there has sabotaged the really a good thing because it was too damn good? Oof. I think I, I have like three, not just intimate relationships, but like business relationships that I've sabotaged because it, 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 the old saying, it's too good to be true, kind of snuck up, right? And the good wasn't even that great. It was just better than what I was used to. Therefore, I sabotaged myself into believing things that weren't true in order to destroy that relationship that I had with friends, with intimate partners, with business partners. And I learned my lesson. It all stems from my abandonment wounds that have left me feeling uncertain, insecure within myself, and unable to trust others. You know, this is a matter of fact, and you may logically know that if a relationship ends, you are still physically safe, but your inner child is screaming within yourself. Your inner child who has experienced the past abandonment is the part of you who gets triggered often, triggered by the space, the distance, or the loss of a relationship. So when you lose someone, it is not your physical self that feels like it's suffering. Although you can feel those sensations, it's your inner child that's screaming from within that cannot believe what has happened to you. It's screaming from within and it's triggered by the space. You know, if you're following the no contact rule, I talk about how the no contact rule is there to create time and space and distance in between you and them. But you cannot do that because your inner child is screaming like, I'm gonna be abandoned and alone forever. Therefore, you're telling yourself the very story that I will never find someone quite like them. I will never find anyone who can love like them. And they weren't any good for you, but you were too fearful. You were not strong enough to be on your own. You're scared to be alone. If you're scared to be alone, that's because you too have abandonment wounds and issues like I did. I'm fearful to be alone. I have been fearful to be by myself. That's because of the abandonment wounds that have been set and, and, and formed within me that have now formed within you. I hope that this message today is just helping you to recognize that most of your issues are just based upon the abandonment that you feel within and you feel insecure, uncertain, and unworthy of, your lo of love. And you don't feel secure and loving yourself enough to make yourself happy and make yourself feel like you don't need someone in order to make you feel happy. Your inner child that, that is screaming remembers what it felt like to be abandoned and doesn't want to experience that again. So it kicks and screams and makes you suffer. The inner child drives you to betray yourself. Please other people, you know, the people pleaser. And it also doesn't allow you to drop your boundaries in order to maintain the relationship because they don't feel safe with you. So they seek others to feel safe. You know, you're seeking other people to make you feel safe because you cannot make yourself feel. Do you think as a man, I'm just going to take the man aspect. Do you think as a man that women desire you if you don't feel like you can protect and uh, take care of yourself and make yourself feel safe? in a lonely situation. If not, if you can't do that, most women won't find you that attractive because you can't hold your own. And women, 
do you want a man that can't take care of his own self, that he can't be alone, that he's too damn needy? No, of course not. Once again, if your man is shown up like that or has shown up like that, seems to be too, you know, needy, it's because he has abandonment, abandonment issues. So healing these abandonment wounds means healing the fear of disconnection. It means that you're healing the moments in time of the time and space where you have to be alone. This uh, healing of a dear, your abandonment wound set in for me, and it began when I started to connect inward to myself and my inner child so that this part of me knew that I was safe, secure, and I had a place to call home. So what I started to do was disconnect from all of the distractions that stopped me from connecting to the inner child. In fact, I made it a promise to my inner child, to my inner mini-me, that I'm going to bless him and take care of him and to make him feel safe, loved, appreciated, valued, and worthy. How did I start to do that? Well, I asked my parents for some baby photos. Actually, I asked them not just for baby photos, but I asked them for photos of the year that my parents got the divorce. Back in 2004, I asked them for that, that guy. And then I asked them for the eight-year-old. And then I asked them for the 10-year-old. And then I asked them for the 12, the 14, the eight, 16, the 18-year-old. And I started to look at him and started to love on him. I needed to start to address those feelings that I was feeling. You, so I'm asking you to address your inner child, to greet your inner child with kindness, love, compassion, with words of affirmation that can make your inner child feel more secure, loved, valued, and not alone. You need to manage your feelings. Be in control of meeting your needs. Learn to regulate and calm your central nervous system and live by healthy boundaries so that you stop feeling so dependent on someone else for safety and connection because everything that you seek outside of you must be first sought within you. If you want it outside of you, you need it within yourself first. So that's what I'm gonna talk about moving forward. So there are five steps that I have tactically and practically have taken in my own life that helped me to begin to heal my inner child. Now, I'm not saying that you know, following these five steps are the only way to heal your inner child. I'm just giving you some five steps that I remember taking onto my own self and still pro progressing in to this very day that is helping me to heal my inner child. Number one, I acknowledge my inner child's existence and begin to connect to this part of myself that I feel like has been ignored, right? I just allow myself to put my hands over my heart and reconnect to the very image that takes me to a time and place where I was most broken. Like, when's the last time that you put your hands over your heart to talk to your little mini you and to look at a picture from that time and space and place that allows you to be able to talk to him or her, to love on him or her, to tell him or her that it's okay. You're all right. You've made it this far. You're doing great things. You are so loved and valued. Man, are you loved and appreciated. This world would not be the same without you. You've been through a lot, and I'm proud of you for making through a lot. You need to do the same thing, so acknowledge your inner child. Acknowledge their inner existence and begin to disconnect from all of the distraction and reconnect to your inner child. Number two, you got to learn how to build a relationship with your inner child by checking in with them every single day. You know, how do you check in with them? Well, 
how do you check with in with anyone? Like I have two parents that I live about three hours from and how do I check in with them daily? I ask them questions and I learn what they're going through and what they need. So I ask them questions. Hey, what, are, what, what is something that you need? What can I help you with right now? How are you doing? Is there anything that you need? When you meet your inner child's need and you begin to hear your inner voice and your inner child talk to you, oh, whew, you're on the next level, baby. So once again, just build a relationship. How do you build any type of relationship? Well, once again, you can build a relationship by asking people questions. It's like taking your inner child out on a date, but just being more intimate and close and disconnected from all the distractions and reconnect with your inner child. It's really there and it's really possible. It's really healed me and I know it can do you the same. Number three is you gotta develop re-parenting skills to help your inner child feel safe and know that you will not leave them and abandon them. Like if your parent didn't make you feel safe, then you better. If your ex didn't make you feel safe, then you better. If your pastor didn't make you feel safe, then you better. If your coach didn't make you feel safe, then you better. People are, should not. People have a hard time giving you the security that you need, the safety that you need, because what they have is false safety and security within themselves. And therefore you're wondering why in the world do I not feel so secure and safe around them? Why am I so fearful of losing them? Well, because once again, you have not done the work to connect to yourself. You've not done the work to take care of your inner child. You've not done the work to be able to talk to yourself, to ask yourself the questions of your needs, your wants, your hopes, and your desires, and you're not reparenting yourself back to safety. So that's number three. Number four, I've identified the beliefs that my inner child holds about relationships that I've developed as a result of being abandoned. So once again, you need to identify the beliefs that your inner child holds about relationships that you have developed. And as a result, feel as though you're being abandoned. So what does that mean? Well, if I share how I feel, they will get mad and ignore me. They won't love me. They won't appreciate me. They won't respect me. They won't be kind to me. All of those things can be true, but ultimately you've got to identify those beliefs and those stories that you tell yourself that your inner child holds about past relationships that are stopping you from developing new ones. My friend, like this needs to be one of your main goals. Like how many stories of the past are you holding on to? That's still telling you that you're not loved, appreciated, valued, significant, important. Oh, you're holding on to so many if you're still holding on to abandonment issues. So work through that. Identify those beliefs. Write down a list of three to five beliefs and stories that you're holding on to that you're telling yourself that's stopping you from being able to create joyful, loving relationships with yourself, with others, and everything in between. And last but not least, the last thing I really want to share with you on how to heal your inner child is you got to show your inner child through active listening and soothing them that these beliefs are not true. You gotta encourage your inner child to share their feelings. You gotta ask your inner child to share their feelings and for you to be able to respond to them in a way that would ha you would have liked your parent or caregiver to respond to you as a child. So act as the parent or caregiver that you wish that you had. That's the last big idea here. The last big idea is to act as the caregiver or parent that you wish that you had.
in your own life. My dear friends, I know the struggle of abandonment. It is a challenge. It is not easy. It's not fun. I know how we feel so unworthy, so unloved. We always feel like we have to people please. We always feel like we have to be in a relationship in order to feel safe or secure. We never feel like we can be alone. And the thought of even being alone, spending time by ourselves, feels like a complete do or die situation. And I'm telling you that if you adopt these five ways in which you can begin your, to heal your inner child and your abandonment wounds, you can seek and have more freedom. Imagine what it would feel like if you didn't have to rely on a, another relationship to make you feel happy. Imagine what it would feel like if you felt so secure in yourself, no matter what somebody else said, it didn't get to you. Imagine what it would feel like with having more confidence and competence within yourself. So the next time that you walked out the door, you just attracted the type of quality of relationships that you wanted in your life because you can hold your own. You don't need someone. You, you're not coming from a place of hurt or a place of scarcity. You're coming from a place of abundancy and you know your worth. So when someone mistreats you, you're like, yeah, well, you don't belong with me. Sorry for your luck. You missed your opportunity. You missed your chance. I am a one in a million opportunity and you want this. You desire this. You need this in your life. But instead, you're the opposite of that. And I was the opposite of that too. I didn't have confidence. I didn't have spunk. I felt like I always needed someone in order to make me feel happy, significant, loved, valued, appreciated. And you don't have to continue down that path. So my dear friend, I hope this message finds you in a happier place today. And if it didn't, I hope that it helped you to get to a happier place today. And if it did, be sure to share it out with one, two, or three of your friends who you feel like could use a positive, hope-filled message to help them heal their abandonment issues. All I ask is this, share it out, leave a review, and heck, if I were you and still struggling with abandonment issues and not creating thriving and loving relationships with myself, or others, or anything in between, I would begin to implement the five strategic practices that I just discussed, and I would implement at least one of them into my life to kind of begin to work on the relationship that I have with my inner child and myself. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast, because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change and change for the better. If there is one thing that I would ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope in the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast.